Act 4 of The Bejured Husband, or The Adventures of Venus, by Susanna Sentliver. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act 4, Scene 1. Armando's Lodgings. Enter Armando, Placentia. O oh, Armando, thou more than friend to the distressed Placentia. Say, how shall I regain my lost Bassino, my false perfidious husband? Weeps. Dear madam, moderate your sorrow. Reserve those tears to move Bassino's heart. Mine is all pity. You may rest secure of all the arguments a friend can use to bring him back to your endearing arms. Virtue's not quite extinguished in his breast, therefore I hope the sight of bright Placentia will rouse his slumbering reason. Oh, Bassino, Bassino, oh, wretched woman! Oh, that I had died ere I had known him false. Then were I happy, and though contented with his second choice, he, with a pitying sigh, perhaps, had graced my memory. Oh, all ye powers that virtuous love inspire, assist me now. Inform my vocal organs with angel eloquence such as can melt his heart of flint and move his former kindness. Aside. But if that fail, I will remove the cause of both our woes. Yes, that happy charmer, that rival of my love, shall surely die. Doubt not of the success. What heart of steel could e'er resist such beauty dressed in tears? Enter a servant. Sir, Count Bessino inquires if you are within. Oh, heavens, how I tremble! Lucky opportunity. Show him up. Madam, be pleased to step into that closet, till I can sound the utmost of his thoughts and show him naked to your secret view. Then, when he's in the height of impious passion, you, like a bolt from heaven, shall rush on him and strike his folly dumb. Almighty powers, whose providential care is ever kind to virtuous innocence, oh, help me now in this extremity. Exit Placentia. Enter Bassino. How does my friend Armando? My lord, Armando's well, and wishes you were so. Dost thou discover aught that gives thee cause to doubt I am not well? Indeed, I think I am in perfect health. My lord, I should be glad to find that fever of your mind abated in which I left you last. Bassino, aside. I must dissemble now, else I'll ne'er gain my ends. My dear Armando, that fever thou speak'st of is now succeeded by a cold ague fit. The bare remembrance of my unlawful passion shakes my soul. Such sudden cures have often proved pernicious, 
and we have reason to suspect a wound too quickly healed not when thou knowest what balsam i applied there's scarce a balm for the deep wounds of love besides possession and i cannot think you have enjoyed aurelia i swear i have not but i enjoy my reason my free reason and who possesses that can never cherish a thought against himself for such i call whatsoever keeps me from my lawful wife my dear placentia to whose arms i'll fly with all the eager haste of a fond bridegroom there i shall revel in the virtuous pleasures of a chaste bed oh my friend armando my dear placentia's friend canst thou forgive indeed i'm penitent and will offend no more my lord these are the words you spoke before what greater reason have i now to think you'll keep your promise pride honour justice are come to my aid and love too feeble to withstand em all has left the field to my victorious reason pride with the prospect of my future greatness allures me to return with speed to turin to obey my prince's orders honour and justice tell me i am placentia's and that aurelia is alonzo's bride to him she gave her virgin vows nay more to him her dying father did bequeath her he loves her too and shall not be deprived my passion is subdued and i am resolved myself to give aurelia to alonzo if this be true then you are my friend again but how came you to learn aurelia's engagement to alonzo i have it from himself who an hour since with eager fury sought to venge on me his injured love and challenged me to fight i chose with justice to defend my life and quit aurelia rather than to vanquish in such a cause alonzo straight embraced me called me his friend and vowed i should not go till i had seen him joined in solemn marriage with bright aurelia this i readily granted canst thou believe me true my lord i do believe you and i'm overjoyed to hear your resolution by heaven there's more glory in subduing our wild desires than an embattled foe aside now do i wish his wife had never come armando thou art my friend and on that score i must desire you to repair to turin with all the speed you can to bear these letters to our great prince and beg he will excuse my stay for three days more and here this letter bear to placentia speak to her the kindest the softest things thy fancy can suggest i shall make good thy promise my dear placentia oh that she were here panting and warm within these longing arms tis a long age since i did see her last but come my friend you must this hour set forward with all my heart but twill not be amiss before i go to fix the victory which conquering virtue in your breast hath gained and if what you pretend to be real truth i have a welcome present for bassino madam come forth enter placentia bassino aside what do i see my wife this was a lucky plot hypocrisy did ne'er befriend me more this was not like a friend 
why should armando disturb her soft tranquillity of mind and give her ocular proofs of my disloyalty oh my placentia my beloved wife embraces her oh that i should e'er think to wrong my dear my lord waste not a sigh on my account my joys are infinite since you are mine and what is past i easily forget nay let me beg for pardon for i know i have offended you in coming hither i should have waited this return of virtue or if abandoned silently have mourned my loss without upbraiding my loved lord all this i should have done but mighty love too powerful for duty to withstand guided my steps to venice in hopes my presence would retrieve your heart Bassino, aside gods that this woman were aurelia thou wonder of thy sex thou best of women i blush to think that thou hast heard my folly yet since your love cancels your just complaints you make me doubly blessed and i'll reward this excellent goodness with eternal fondness oh that thou hadst been here not all the beauties that venice holds could have diverted me no not one moment from my dear placentia long absence is the bane of newborn love but fate shall ne'er have power to part us more oh my dear lord your goodness is too great and i am o'erpaid for all my sorrows past armando say is not he wondrous kind madam i told you virtue was struggling in his breast and that it might o'ercome his vicious love i thought your presence was requisite and now my lord i hope you will forgive me since all the endeavours i used before had been in vain i once designed to let aurelia know your marriage but then perhaps she would not have believed me let this plead my excuse in sending for placentia without your knowledge Bassino, aside i must not let him see i am concerned i know twas friendship all well-meaning friendship i only am to blame but i'll retrieve my credit in your heart and still deserve the name of friend and thou the best of wives shall ne'er have cause to doubt my constant love oh my bassino this excess of kindness exalts me o'er all mortals if you're true there's not a blast within the power of fortune can shock my happiness thou shalt ne'er find me fault i swear thou shalt not aside oh that i could engage she would return to turin with armando for if she stays i never can enjoy my bright aurelia and by heaven i will although ten thousand lives should pay the purchase my lord you seem disturbed it troubles me you can't appear in venice with a train that may bespeak the rank you hold in savoy oh armando he is so kind i wish i ne'er had come what if i offer to return with you madam you will do well for i myself cannot suspect him now my lord let not my presence here disturb you i doubt your love no more and to convince you i will go back before tis known i'm here 
Besides, tis fit I should prepare all things to welcome you at home. Bassino, aside. Blessed opportunity! Fortune, I thank thee. Would my dear then leave me so very soon? Alas, twill be an age ere I return to Turin. Three long days? No, my dear, no, I will not part from thee, at least this night, my love. Will then Armando stay? No, my best hopes. He instantly departs with letters to my prince. Then suffer me to go this very moment. Three days will soon be o'er, and your return shall make me fully blessed. If I should stay, twould look like base distrust, and I can't think Bassina would be false. Bassino, aside. Oh, heaven that I were not. Indeed, my lord, I think you're truly happy. Scarce does any age produce so good a wife. Oh, that I could reward this wondrous goodness. My lord, what makes you sigh? Depart from thee, but since tis your desire, it shall be so. Armando, to thy charge, I here commit the treasure of my soul. Take care of her, and think that on her safety my life depends. My lord, I hope you do not doubt my care. Dear friend, I do not. May heaven's blessing still attend my love, my dear Placentia. Embraces, and goes to lead her off. As many more guard my Bassino. Bassino, aside. A sudden horror seizes all my limbs. I tremble at the thought of this base deed. Pulls out his handkerchief and drops a letter, which Armando takes up. Ha! Huh. Tears uncalled for bathe my guilty eyes. Gods, either give me virtue to withstand this impious love, or courage to pursue it without remorse, for I am but half a villain. Exeunt Bocino, Placentia. Armando opens the letter. A letter, and to Aurelia. Now curiosity prompts me to know the subject. What's here? Reads. I have dispatched Armando to the court of Savoy, and found pretense to stay behind. Oh, false, treacherous man! This night I give a mask at my lodgings, which I hope will divert Alonso, till the priest has joined our hands and while all the company are engaged in mirth i'll steal to the dear arms of my divine aurelia oh villain villain monstrous villain oh poor placentia but i will prevent his policy and break his wicked measures exit armando scene two pizalto's lodgings enter pizalto solus why what makes this young jade stay so long adad this is to pay beforehand <laughs> methinks i hear a laughing and giggling in my wife's apartment i must know whence their mirth proceeds ho oh, here's lucy coming hark ye you pray why did you make me wait so long nay 
I'm resolved you shan't escape me now. Goes to the door and pulls in Ludovico in Lucy's clothes, whose commode falls off in the struggle and discovers his bald head. Oh, Benedictite, what have we here? A man disguised in my wife's chamber? And I unarmed? Oh, cursed a minute! Speak, thou wicked prophet, thou son of iniquity! What camest thou here for? Ha! Thou priest of Baal, to offer sacrifices on the altar of my wife? Oh, my head! My horns weigh it down to the ground already! Wherein there, bring me my sword and pistols! The bucks on old petticoats! What a devil shall I say now? Oh, for a sword! That would be of more use to me now than my tongue. Enter Lady Pazalto. Oh, thou wicked, fallacious woman! What ails, my dear Chucky? Why dost thou call for arms, dearie? To cut down that vile creeper which overruns thy garden of virtue. Lady Pizzalto, aside. Now impudence assist me. Oh, heavens! What's here? A man in disguise. A thief it must be. Raise the servants. Oh, heaven, we might have had all our throats cut in our beds. Aside. Now for Lucy, for I am at a loss to come off. No, no, I warrant. You know he is more gentle in bed. Ludovico, aside. Oh, the devil, what does she mean? Death, hell, and furies! If I come off now, catch me at this port again, and hang me. Enter Lucy. Oh, are you there? Mistress, how came this man here in your clothes? Ah, gentlewoman. Lucy, aside. How confidently she asked the question, poor lady, as if she knew nothing of it. Now must I bring her off? For reasons you must not know, madam. Ah, thou wicked pair of bellows to blow the fire of iniquity. Why, thou art the very casement through which thy mistress sucks the air of abomination. Tell me, I say, how he came here, and for what? and be sure it be a substantial lie, or twill not pass. Lucy, aside. All my hopes are her impudence. Lucy to Pizzalto. Harky, sir, one word with you. Do you remember our agreement tonight? Why? What of that? <laughs> then imagine what I designed that gentleman for. I'm honest, sir, that's all. Pizzalto mimicking her tone i'm honest sir that's all honest with a pox what and so you honestly provided a companion for my wife in my absence <laughs> no sir i designed him for your companion in my absence this is the business he was dressed for therefore no more words but believe my lady honest or all shall out oh the devil this shan't pass hussy do you think i'll be cuckled jilted bubbled and let it pass for a christmas gamble Adad, give me my bond again or or holds up his cane no hold here sir 
Women and lawyers ne'er refund a fee, but tis your best way to be patient now. I'll not take blows. Why all this whispering? Why mayn't I know the business? I am mistaken if you have not known too much business already. But I am right enough served. I had more ground before than I could manage. I had no need of my neighbours. Right, my lord. Ground that lies fellow will breed weeds in time. But yours is clear yet. Damn your jests. I shall expect a better account, do you hear? To Ludovico. I'll find a servant to see you out of doors. Exeunt Pizzalto and Lady Pizzalto. Well, this was an admirable lift at a pinch. She has brought me off now, and if e'er they catch me at this music again, I'll give them leave to make an Italian singer of me. No more intrigues in disguise. If it had not been for the waiting woman now, I might have been hanged for a thief. What, all or more, signor? No courage left? Faith, not much. I think I've lost my manhood with my breeches. This transformation may suit with gods, but not with mortals of my humour. Come, pretty good Mistress Lucy, help me to my proper shape again. For although I have a natural inclination to petticoats, I hate him upon my own back. A flourish of music within. Hark! I hear Count Bassino's music. He gives a mask tonight. You are already dressed for masquerade. Won't you stay and take a dance? Egad, I'd rather dance a jig with thee elsewhere. Faith, thou'rt a pretty girl, and hast a good deal of wit too. But then, pox on it, thou'rt honest, thou sayest. Thou cannot swallow a pill, except tis gilded over with matrimony. And that turned your stomach, I warrant. Why, I, faith, my stomach is damned squeamish in these matters. Yet, egad, if I could find one with half as much money as thou hast wit and beauty, I'd marry and live honest. That is, you'd marry her money. One with the other, child. There's no living upon love thou knowest. Though, faith, I could live well enough, too. Well, I suppose I help you to a lady with a round sum. You'd keep your word and marry her? I'm a gentleman. I scorn to break my word. Well, sir, come to the mask, and I'll engage you a mistress, if you are not over-curious. With all my heart. I'm no resolved to leave this wenching trade, for no man's safe upon a hackney jade. Valley of danger makes the pleasure pain. A virtuous wife will always be sane. The end of the fourth act.